Alright, uh, let's do this one more time. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. My name is Miles Morales. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. You're listening to the number one podcast in education across the Spider-Verse, Steambox. Are those my Jordans? Hi, this is Roberto. This is a special presentation today. Today, this is not the Steambox versus podcast. Today, this is the Young Voices versus podcast. We are at Young Voices. I did not bring a Steambox crew to interview Young Voices. We are working with Young Voices Perspective specifically. So Young Voices, people in the room, please make some noise and say what's up to the world. Now you believe me, they exist. They are here in spite of Peter being cheap with snacks. So we already know areas where Young Voices needs to grow. Uh, I'm going to ask for more areas, but I'm going to ask specifically, like, I know people know Young Voices. It's become very popular. Uh, I mean, for such a young organization, it's just grown and grown and grown. I love this space in the middle of downtown. It's beautiful. Steambox has no, we don't have a space. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, boo. <laughs> uh, we don't we, we don't have a space. So so yeah, we talked about budget earlier, and and they're using budget to make you guys comfortable all the time. Um, but what are some other things that the world should know about Steambox for the idiots and clowns who live under a rock? What should people know about Steambox? And if you don't mind, please introduce yourself uh, in the process. I'm going to start here, go clockwise, and let me know when you have something to say. Okay. Hello, my name is Alexa. Um, I'm a sophomore at Classical. My pronouns are she, her. And this is my second year here at YB. And definitely one of my favorite moments here at YB has been like traveling. Like recently we went to New York and it was one of the greatest moments ever because it was my first time there and my first time going on a train. So I love that so much. And I realized that every single time here at YB, I just learned so many new things and get to experience new things. What was the dopest thing you did in New York? Well, I think it was the fact that we walked around like a lot. I think that's we walked around for like five miles, maybe two or three. I don't know. It was a lot, though. It was five. You walked five miles, ten? maybe two, maybe three, maybe ten. It was ten. So it was somewhere between two and ten miles. I don't know, man. Yeah, it was a lot and I was dying, but it was an experience and it was fun. And um, I guess I lost a lot of calorie, calories that day or walking right, around. Man. Our whole audience, our whole <laughs> audience can relate to walking. Right. Well, not our whole well, audience. I don't want to be ableist. Wow. I don't want to be ableist. <laughs> but much of our audience can relate to walking. So there must have been some purpose. What was the purpose for Young Voices? Like, what should we know? Why? Why did Young Voices go to New York? Well, we were actually there for an event um, for one of our sponsors. It was the the Hill Foundation, the Prospect Hill Foundation, the Prospect Hill Foundation. Close enough. Um, and we were there, and we like had this whole like group meeting thing. And then after that is when we started walking and we went to the, well, actually first we took a cab to the Empire Hotel and that was the wrong place to go. But <laughs> then we took another cab, um, I mean, another Uber and we went to the Empire State Building. And honestly, after like the whole event thing with the sponsor, it was kind of just like our time to explore and, yeah. and visit new areas. So yeah, that was, that's really why we were there. I, I love it. Um, was there a specific moment where you were like, this is dope? Besides walking. <laughs> the tall buildings um, and the huge buildings, actually. When we got out of the train station, that building was 
huge. I've never seen such a big building. And then I looked up and um, that building was really, really tall. Like Providence feels like city, right? Until you get to a place like New York and then you realize yeah. how tiny. And there's, it's like really, really fast paced. Like everyone's just, everything's moving quickly. And I felt a little bit overstimulating. So when I got back, I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, time to go to sleep. Can I ask you another question? Uh, there's something else that I'm relating, but there's two other things that I'm relating to you really hard on right now. Number one is uh, re relating really well with. Um, for our audience who can't see, they can only hear us. Um, I'm a super social anxiety introvert and you are appearing right now like my spirit. Uh, you've got your hoodie on. The like the ties are all the way. She looks like Kenny from South Park. They didn't wait ever in South Park. Uh, yeah, so so uh one introvert status you feel like are you an introvert do you identify this way or is it just com comfort for you i mean yeah i do just i do call myself an introvert and even my family does but i realized that i am able to actually hold conversations for a while with like people one-on-one -on -one. but other than that i would consider myself an introvert because you know i don't really like going out much talking to people much i really only do it if i need to homie you kicked off the podcast so uh so some of us introverts know how to turn it on when we got to turn it out. So boom, uh, well done. Thank you very much. The other thing that I had for you, I'll probably ask later. Well, I'll ask it now, but in a general sense that anybody could chime into because my homie and I here uh, at very different generations went to classical high school. Okay. Um, so, uh, so it's a very interesting, like people from classical high school tend to have different experiences. Um, I, in retrospect, am very happy with the tools that they gave me, but I also hated classical while I was there. Um, so I can't wait because I, I bet you're not the only classical student at this table. So I can't wait to, for people to chime in on that and then we'll, we'll jump back to you. Uh, hi, uh, if you don't mind, introduce yourself and uh, tell me a little bit about Young Voices. Tell the world what Young Voices, what people should know about Young Voices. Okay, uh, my name is Ash. I go to Central, I'm a junior and I use any pronouns, and I just really like the sense of community and Young Voices, just having um, my friends around here, making more friends, having connections with people has like really like done good for me. I just, I just love going here, laughing with people. Um, that's, that's the most. Is there a specific moment in your time with Young Voices that was the best moment for you with Young Voices? I think the summer program, because uh, that was the first time I've, um, I've been in a summer, like a really long summer program, even though it was like two weeks. What was the purpose of the summer program? The okay, so in the summer program, there's like three, was it three groups? Mm -hmm. There was three groups. I was in the STEM group. Um, and we would go out and go to URI and work on like like little, like not on really little projects, but you'll be... Uh, in makerspaces space, and work on little projects and like how to build a resume and portfolio for yourself for like future jobs. Y'all do a Steambot stuff at Young Voices? I mean, it's <laughs> a connection with it. Like, you, it's know, you know what I'm saying? It's almost as if you got a former Steambox like founder here <laughs> with Young Voices. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you for sharing your experience. Let me ask you another question. If Young Voices had one area to grow, one thing that'll be even doper for Young Voices in the future. What's one wish that you have for Young Voices that you want to see them do or achieve or get to strive for? 
I want to see them not becoming a nonprofit um, foundation. I don't know if that would happen, but I feel like, like later on, um, young boys to invest so much money that they don't know what to do with it. So I hope, I hope for that. I hope for that. Okay. All right. We got an entrepreneur happening. Hi. Donate. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Boom. If we're going to do that, if we're going to do that, I was going to do the, um, I was going to do the social tags at the end, but where can our audience who's listening right now while they listen, if they wanted to look it up, where should they look up young voices? Where can they find young voices? Google. Google. Okay. And they're just young voices. Are you guys the only young voices in the world? Is this what's happening? Word? Oh, um, I see another website. I think Let me ask you. So somebody said Instagram. Do you guys have a young voices handle? Yarissa has to look it up. All right. Young voice underscore R I. I told you my friend the underscore. All right. So for our yeah. for our audience, it is Young Voices underscore R I. And where can people donate? Can they go there to? Because you mentioned make a donation to Young Voices. Where can people donate to Young Voices? Is is it the website, Instagram? Where can they go? I think so. Yeah. So you can um, donate through youngvoicesri.org as well. And that's like our main webpage. And at the bottom, there's a donate page as well. Okay. Donate to it. there. All right. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to get another introduction. I'm introducing another young voice to the world. And uh, also, please tell me your best moment with young voices. Uh, hi, my name's Theo, and I go to class school, and I'm a sophomore. And I go by any pronouns. And the best moment with R.I., I think, was... All right, Young Voices was probably the summer because that's the only thing I did. But yeah, it was fun. And the scavenger hunts were fun, even though they were extremely hot and tinker. Hottest day in <laughs> August to do it. Damn, it was torture. They were trying torture. to murder you. <laughs> but you're also saying that was your best day. Yeah, because it was fun. And yeah, it was fun. So it sounds good. Uh, oh, if there's one area that you want to see um, Young Voices grow, what's one area, what's one one hope that you have for Young Voices in the future? AC. AC, air conditioning. <laughs> and a bigger, like grow to a bigger space. A bigger space. I get that. I get that. Um, I'm hitting everybody. <laughs> are you eating right now? Are you eating? Gum. I, I, I'm You're gum. next in line in the podcast. <laughs> you got go. You're chewing gum. Apologies. <laughs> Bro, I want to be called so bad. Uh, well, hello, podcast. Um, I'm Luz Carly. I'm one of the new program coordinators at YV, and I'm also an alum. I graduated uh, 2020. So I was able to see YV for four years. Well, before this and it's to see the program grow is really something like insane and not to be like cheesy or anything but it's kind of like tear jerking it's like i love that although i wasn't you know i got the ration <laughs> the, the little stipends but like I, it's so i'm so happy to see kids like get their you know get what they need and the like the help that we offer all the yeah. programs that we offer it's like let's call Man, when I was working with Yarissa, when I first started working with Yarissa, and we had like the low budget, like before I even started seeing Baga, but as we were developing it, yes. like the organization that I, they had literal bread 
and they would be like, let's go to the store and buy butter and then smear it on bread and give it to the students. <laughs> and I, and I was, it was the worst. It was the worst. So I, we pushed for other things. We ended up getting good snacks eventually and stuff. But um, Yale, I think this is dope. This is actually something I want to talk to uh, talk about in just a moment. So I'm going to come back to this. Just because you got those dope Hollywood sunglasses does not mean you can hide from us. It does not mean, it does mean that you look like a bug, but it doesn't mean that you can hide from us. So uh, our format is we're saying uh, we're going to introduce ourselves and what's been the highlight of your time at Young Voice? Well, hello, my name is Chris Mark, and you share pronouns. I'm a uh, sophomore at Daily Tech High School. And first of all, they're Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse Club. That's it. Okay. Respect. Yeah. Uh, okay. And second of all, my favorite time at YB was probably Barbie Day. We went to go watch a Barbie movie together, and we were just walking around the streets of downtown Strawberries, a horde of Barbies. Horde of Barbie. Yes. Did y'all wear pink? Was everybody rocking? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm hoping that today in this conversation, I can be Knuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. To the previous point, to the previous point, um, I'm seeing young people work it. And to be honest, when Peter hired Yarissa, like I had so many feelings, like emotional, like really satisfying feelings to see Yarissa get this position. And also loathing hatred for Peter, for as you should. for taking one of my very special alums and putting them in this position. So my question for you is, um, do you think it's important to have young people uh, working at the organization? Definitely. What's yeah. the difference between having young people here and otherwise? I'll come to you in a second. Um, personally, I feel like all they would just forget that they were young once. I just well, that's a really interesting. But say that one more time. That's that's a big statement. Old people tend to forget that they used to be young ones, and they forget how it felt like and what it was like, and like you know how to treat or interact with other young people. Yeah. You know, when you're still sort of kind of there, but also like an adult, you don't have that. You know, you can, you're relatable. You're fun. You know what it's like. I all the time, all the time, I'm seeing that from adults. I'm also seeing that from students, which is why in yesterday's podcast with Steambox students, I was asking them what's been different because it was my first time back at the school for the school year. And they were like, oh, the new freshmen suck. They're evil. They do. They're the devil. They are. But like, you was a freshman, right? Like, you know that, right? And they're like, oh, no, it was totally different. I'm like, all right, give me an example of something that the freshmen do that your generation didn't do. And they were like, oh, there's so many fights. Like, for example, there was this fight at the beginning of the year and this happened in the bathroom. And then somebody was like, wait, that was me. Who is a senior? Okay. So, so they're literally talking about their own behavior and attributing it to young people. So uh, I find that really interesting, but I also find that a super hyper valid point. Does anybody else have anything that they want to say specifically about... Um, about a younger staff? Is there anything that's been meaningful to you about a younger staff? What do you mean by younger staff? Like younger... Not to you, younger to me. The organization that I was working with Yarissa at previously, the boss of that organization was um, a woman version of Donald Trump. She was orange. She had the hair. She talked like him. Um... That's the, a wild statement. The racism was, I swear to you, on Cinco de Mayo, she, want, she asked me what she could do for me 
on Cinco de Mayo. They wanted to have a party for me on Cinco de Mayo. I'm like, yo, I'm Puerto Rican. Do you know, like, what? 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 Rick. Um, and I found, I found that I have a really good uh, connection with students. I think it's because I refuse to grow up, kind of thing. But a lot of other people, as they age up, just really become kind of out of touch. Another thing, another example was um, she didn't want me to spend any time emailing uh, my students, texting my students, any of that stuff. She wanted it to be, um, she wanted it to be phone call. Now, emails make sense to me because you want to make sure it's appropriate. You can have like back and forth like records, but like phone calls specifically, that's a whole generation thing. Like we don't even, do you guys, do you guys call people? Yeah. Some, yeah. some of you do? Some are saying yes. FaceTime. Yeah. But when like, when I call my friends, we really just like talk about something for a little bit and then we're just on call doing absolutely nothing not even like talking they're just like in the background it's a it's a wild it's a wild thing from a different generation what it looked like for me and i'm i'm taking all the oxygen right now so i'm gonna just quickly pass it back over to my only but phone calls looked like for me uh, the same time as as what you were saying there was a cord and it was curly and we're curling the curly cord while we're like what you doing <laughs> It's wild. It's a different generation, but I, I definitely see the value in in having younger people. I think it's a very good strategy on Peter's part, especially if he's going to continue to just find the geniuses that go through Steambox and continue to hire them. Um, so, which which brings me to uh, which brings me to somebody who I love so dearly and have so many amazing moments with, uh, my homie Yarissa. Yarissa, can you introduce yourself and? Can you tell us about your experience at Young Voice? Sure. So my name is Yarissa. I use she, she, her pronouns. I could talk, I promise. Um, I am the program manager here at YB. Um, I came in last year as a program coordinator um, and have been blessed with an opportunity to be able to um, help manage the program. Um, my experience with YB has been incredible. I've been, my favorite thing and um is to be able to see all of y'all, like all of the youth who come into the space, y'all different personalities, being able to joke with y'all. Like, I think I have inside jokes for probably like everybody here, which is something like I appreciate. Girl, yes, we do. Don't get my body. <laughs> the whole, the whole don't me body, the, the battle, you know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah. So I love that piece. I love being able to be, um, and also just also being around y'all and being able to hear you guys like talk and come up um, with solutions and things around issues that like I personally see also in my community and our communities. It's just really awesome to hear y'all perspective and also seeing y'all organize and testify during like the January to June season. So it's it's really empowering to be around a bunch of. Wait, what do you mean they're testifying? What does that mean? Tell the world because the world doesn't know. They are um, bosses. They're awesome. And they'll literally go to the state house. Um, they will write testimony. They will submit it into the state house. Um, and whenever a bill is being heard, um, a committee usually looks at it before it goes onto the main floor to be voted on and so the committee at times when um students or people in general is not going to be students are able to come in and say like this is why we're for or against a bill and oftentimes it's with stuffy old people who like probably are being hired by someone else to come testify for something and a lot of times sadly um the people who the bill is going to be directly impacting aren't involved so like for yv right our mission is to make sure that y'all the youth um be able to be the decision makers and be able to say to them, no, this is what we want. This is what we need. And 
seeing y'all do that in action last year was like definitely a highlight. So students actually went and sat with, you know, older folks with their whole um their whole um ties their whole little thing did any of you do this did, did it, you did you did those <laughs> um okay anybody else too so did did the two of you did the two of you see any change was there any momentum movement what was the value in your presence there how many evaluate foster people especially that working with government um really care about like the voices of number of people because in their eyes were naive children that don't know basically like did you feel that way then yes wow yeah they were laughing at me like yeah did they pander to you like oh it's so cute look like kids are here talking to us i guess that's like the the vibe that i really got yeah because yes they were looking at me they were making eye contact but i feel like they were really listening to what i was trying to say and and like at the end they would like either interrupt me to ask me questions like I get, but at the same time, you could have waited until like I took a break or something and actually breathed in because, uh, that's a disrespectful man. Oh, like it was so bad. But, um, I guess there was a change because even though I feel like I did, like I didn't get hurt, I still go back. Like I'll still go back for this legislation season and go fight for more bills to get passed or not get passed. So do you think building a relationship with them over the course of time, do you think building a relationship with them will help them hear you in the future? I, I guess so. It really just depends because at the same time, I don't even know. I'm like, don't even remember my face because they see multiple people in like one day. Yeah. And I feel like by the time that I get to like testify and talk to them, they're already tired of everyone. Yep. Give the world an example of one thing that you guys were fighting for. No, fighting for after-school programs. Yeah, we were fighting for after-school programs. We were also fighting for um, fair punishment. So there were there was a bill where they wanted to get passed, and we didn't want that because they would be suspending suspending and expelling students for like minor problems. So if they were late to class, they would get a very harsh punishment for that, and we didn't want that. I hear, I hear that. Um, thank you so much. I'm not going to take the microphone away from you. Before I get back to Yarissa, the question that everybody's answering is like, what's the top moment for you at Young Voices? The top moment for me was most definitely my decision season. Okay. Because I got to hate on the old people. You got to hate on the old people? <laughs> All right. What'd you do? Make faces at them? What did <laughs> no, after I left the room, I just kept throwing shade at them because they were being rude the whole entire time. Yeah. Or disrespectful, so... I was respectfully throwing shit at them. <laughs> you, know, you know what's wild? Uh, my interactions with my interactions with Young Voices is um, started with me building a partnership with Peter. Um, and Peter wasn't running Young Voices at the time. I think he was a programming manager or something. Uh, and I am a hater. I'm a pessimist. I go to places like you're talking about and I'll start swearing and yelling like this sucks, blah, 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 blah. Um, and Peter is the so like the most chill, laid back guy. I bust his chops all the time because there's so many ways that Peter sucks. But he's also he's also the most like chill dude all the time. And it's a really good team because he kind of calms me down a lot of the time. He's that like optimist. And if I chill out, sometimes we can get our way in the long run. Um, so that's been my experience with Young Voices. And thank you for that. And thank you for sharing. And again, I'm keeping Yurissa hanging. What did you want to add? 
why is it that when people get old, they think that like, you know, when you said that, oh, like older people, you're and really focused on, you really focus on old, older people. If you if you press a button right now, all the time. Let me know. Let me know. Uh, I'm gonna take a poll right now, but I'm starting with you. If you could press a button right now, and uh, an entire generation is just like Thanos snapped away, right? Are we starting with Are we starting with 40, 40 and up? I'll make fifty and up. Yeah. No way, mom. Not my mom, please. <laughs> now, like, I'm so going to do this. You're like, you're killing both of my parents. Calm down. <laughs> 60 and up? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Probably. Whoa, 60 and up, get out. It's oh our God. world now. <laughs> I'm like, what am I, 12 years away from? <laughs> Damn. I feel, like if, I feel like if you were to get rid of the 60-year-old yeah. people, I feel like that's like what most of the people in the government are kind of like, you know, aged at right now, right? Or are they like older? Man, the gov uh, people in government, people in government tend to be much, much older, but there is a newer generation, not just because they're dying out, but because, uh, <laughs> because younger people are more involved in politics than in my generation. So um, people just after your age, when you guys become adults, um, are running more frequently now, and we're seeing a lot of that. Uh, my very good friend, uh, Jessica Vega, was uh, city council president in Central Falls. She was very young. She was, uh, yeah, and she, she had done a lot of work with me before, too, and a very young person, like, basically running Central Falls. Um, and she was actually, I can't, I can't talk anymore about her political ambitions. That's her business. But, um, yeah, I think, I think that's important. So, yes, they are a lot older, but I think that's a thing that's kind of changing. But do you, but but y'all want to kill them? We're talking about genocide. <laughs> genocide for the Silver Age. Y'all really like trying to let that happen. So yeah, the government's trying to let that happen. We got pretty much a funding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I feel like since they're mad old, I feel like they're gonna continue to find a way to fund themselves. Uh, is hearing like that thing way back where like the government sort of like could go back on that sale that was only cast like two years ago that was protecting like indigenous children that means they get to like those colors concentration schools and you know murdering them and all of because of being indigenous and having their long rare and the other um, culture was like demonic and bad. I think there's I think there's a website where you can look up uh, laws that still exist like archaic laws that still exist. Somebody look this up later. But there's a place where you can look up archaic laws that still exist, and you'll be amazed to find some really dumb stuff. Some really dumb stuff that's illegal. Um, but, Eurissa, back to you. Um, my last question for you before I move this way, and thank you for being patient, is um, what's your hold for Young Voices as you move forward? So, um, because they're going to kill Peter and I, because of our <laughs> age, um, as you move forward in this organization, What's what's one thing that you want to see this organization move forward to? I definitely like echo a lot of what the students were saying, like just keep on expanding, I feel like, and keep on providing this support to more and more students be able to, you know, like I love the fact that we have such a solid base and I want to be able to have more students have the opportunity to be a part of the space, be a part of the community and just really be um, feel like they can have a home too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody feel like this is a home? 
From the 70s, uh, but you ever see like the syndicated shows like, um, what's the what's the one with the twins? And they're like, cut it out. Oh, oh, oh Fuller House. Yeah, full, full House, Fuller House, all those. You know how you watch like the older shows when they're on like syndication? Well, yeah. the older show that I used to watch was called Welcome Back, Cotter. It's about this teacher who had these students who were like in a gang and stuff like that. Uh, they, they were called the Sweat Hogs. But eventually, like they got close with him and they started like showing up at his house, right? Like. Like they'd open the window and be like, oh, let's watch TV. And, and they'd bring pizza and just like roll up in his house. Yo, that happened to me with her people. With Yarissa's people, right? Like <laughs> uh, like Crystal, Jerry, Steven, uh, Jeffrey. And I know I'm forgetting somebody. Um, Cy. These people, these people would, uh, I had a slide door. And one day the slide door opens and they're like, yo, wrestling pay-per-view is on. What's up? I'm like, what you mean, what's up? And they were like, are you going to get it? And I was like, well, yeah, but... Uh, and then it just became a thing. Every time wrestling was on, these kids would just come over. Um, and it really changed my life in the way that I thought about stuff because I'm no longer, like, your educator, right? Like, I'm just somebody who's... Like, my job is to just fund the things that you guys want to do and find a way to help you guys do the things that you want to do, whether it's watch wrestling or any of that stuff. That really became part of the DNA of the stuff that we're working with, I love that you have that here enough where you call this place a second home. Um, hi. Hi. Thank you for being so patient. Can you please introduce yourself and uh, tell us about your favorite moment with Young Voices? Okay, and of course, um, my name is Mariani. My pronouns are she, her, and I actually attend classical high school, so I've been with you. My favorite moment while being at uh, young voices is probably my first day here which was closer night because I felt like I could relate to everybody's heritage you know we were sharing our interests our favorite food I got to eat patelitos like you know my that was my favorite day for sure I guess next time Peter's gonna make sure he has food next time we record right yeah but yeah the food was dope um who did you meet that day did you was there anybody here who you met that day and he was like all right I could rock with these people yeah, definitely um, Andrea, because she's just, she's very welcoming and she just has this warm energy to her. She's very sweet and I felt like I could get comfortable with her really quick. Yeah, see, she encouraged me to keep coming here and I actually came here with a close friend of mine. She attends Young Voices. Her name is Valeria. She actually took part in the, I think the legislation uh, session, right? Yeah, she introduced me to Young Voices and I'm really grateful for that because... She gave me this opportunity to be able to project my voice out there and meet amazing people, you know. Shout out to Andrea Falak. Shout out to uh, Valeria. Valeria ate up her speech, though. Oh, my God. Everyone was tearing up. I was tearing up. I was like, oh, my God. Where's my homie? Ooh, did anybody, was anybody at the convention center with me for the future thing? Man, I thought I was going to have some of those people here today. We had some, uh, some Young Voices people at power the future event in august i think it was or something like that um yeah talk about people who could eat up speeches i was like 
We got we got to see what's up. Uh, they were the ones who were like, you got to come and do it. So here I am. <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, yeah, thank, thank you for sharing. It's the elephant in the room. We got to take it out right now. We got to take it. First of all, uh, take a good look at me, right? Take a good look at my ugly old ass, right? <laughs> in front of you right now. Everybody, you guys talking to me saying ass work? I just want to make sure. Anybody, anybody there? to like stop saying? Wait, she's like, is this an invitation? Okay. <laughs> this is not an invitation. I'm not that person on Reddit that's like roast me. No, that's not the secret. <laughs> that's my secret. Uh, that's my secret. Like, uh, what do you call the things that are like bad that you do that you love? What do you like? Um, like like you? Yeah, yeah. That's guilty pleasure. Yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. Looking at the uh, the Reddit. <laughs> but uh, you you see this you see this like handsome chiseled look. Does anybody see this handsome chiseled look? Okay. I I haven't stepped foot in classical this year. Has anybody seen this handsome chiseled look? I, I, Ricardo? Ricardo? Sorry. What? Yeah. Are you talking I, about your brother? That is my brother. Really? Are yeah. Oh my god, I was gonna say you have to quit. You guys look really really similar, but You're I, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Anything. Can I tell you something about Ricardo? Can I tell you the, the guy in the office? Pizza. Please. He do. just like occasionally comes out when you go. I think he's a guy. Okay. No, he's like the manager of the guidance. Now, he and I. Oh. Yeah, no. I'm <laughs> He and I. Uh, shout out to Ricardo. So much away. He and I don't think that we look alike. No. Not only to us, we don't look alike. But here's the thing. Here's, here's his secret. Here's the evil thing that siblings do to each other. I never do this about him. He does this about me. He will be my doppelganger. <laughs> now, in the Brady Bunch, there was somebody who looked like Peter Brady, so he would go and take Peter Brady's test for him, right? Like, and and all that stuff. Doppelganger. I did a TED talk, right? I did a TED talk talking about Steambox, and afterward, uh, we gonna meet at like a restaurant or something afterward and i'm walking up and all these people are around my brother and i'm like what's going on and everybody's congratulating my brother <laughs> on the tech talk that he just did and his this dude's eating it up <laughs> he's like yeah you know i worked really hard on it <laughs> it's i say that it's really the kids but it's not the kids it's really all me <laughs> Wow. It, it is not just a tight talk. It's Habitat. He does it any chance he gets. And there's times where he intentionally makes my life hard. When somebody confuses him for me <laughs> and says something to him, he will ruin my relationship with that person. <laughs> and then he'll never tell me. Oh my somebody God. is just real mad at me for one, one point. And then I'll be like, you're talking about my brother. You're, you're definitely talking about my brother. Uh, anyway, so that was my sidetrack. <laughs> my evil sibling. <laughs> and I'm evil you guys have evil siblings too. I am the evil sibling. Um, <laughs> um, I'm the youngest, so. Do you guys like him? Is he is he a good spot or a bad spot for classical? I love him. He's great. We love Ricardo. Love Ricardo. Great. Love Ricardo. Oh, the heart sound. I can see heart sound. I, I haven't really talked to him much, but he seems great. But okay. Like, the long <laughs> okay. Um, for me, what I struggled with at classical. And again, this is the second time that I feel like I'm taking too much oxygen to it. So I can't wait to push this back. What I struggled with at Classical was they love talking about how diverse they are. They love talking about how diverse they are, but it's so fake because it's real easy to be diverse when you're going to say, all right, who's like the best Korean that you have in Cranston? Welcome to Classical. Who's the like, oh, there's a black person in Barrington who's really intelligent. Welcome to Classical. And then it's I felt like I was in a zoo 
marked Puerto Rican, right? Like it's like, <laughs> little, like in the little exhibit, whenever they wanted to show off their diversity, it felt like fake diversity. And it and at my time, and I know times have changed, and I know there's much better people there, and there were a few then. But during my time, I encountered a lot of racism, a lot of racism at classical, um, and was made to feel really small a lot of the time. In fact, somebody who was like 100 years old when I was at classical, I think just retired a couple of years ago. I think they were there for you. What was her name? Yeah. Miss Needs or whatever? Miss Flynn. Miss Flynn, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. She was like 150 and still teaching over there. Uh, that's my beef with classical. What's your experience been with classical before I push it back? He's good. Okay. I want to add on to the racism part. I feel like it's very sneaky the way people are racist in the school. They'll slip in racist jokes like today. Um, my friend just called me that she was in her anatomy class and they're basically doing this rat experiment where they have to like, it's gross. They have to like skin rash and stuff. And so um, the kids were talking about it and one kid jokingly said like, oh, like, what if I ate this rat, whatever. And this kid, he jumped in, I'm not gonna say names, but he jumped in and said, only agents do that. And everybody just looked at him. And I feel like a lot of people know that it's wrong, but they don't speak up about it. And that's a common problem in classical. A lot of people, they hear stuff, but they don't do anything about it. And then when they do do anything about it, the, the school themselves, they don't really listen. You can come to them and they'll say, okay, we'll figure this out. And they don't actually do anything. They just let it slide. It can be a beautiful thing to develop a really multiracial place, but we got to have your first experience here where we're celebrating our multi, you know what I mean? Our, our different, um, we're celebrating our diversity and we're learning about each other's cultures and how to get along. And if you don't have that training, then you're almost kind of setting it up for racist kind of things by having everybody in there without really prompting people or showing people how to act around other people. That's a really good point. Thank you so much. When I asked about things about classical, people were doing the monkey woo 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 that thing, right? Like jumping up, right? Like, oh, oh, love, uh, which I tend to do a lot. I am that guy. Uh, is this you right now? Uh, go for it. Tell me about it. About why? I was going to tell you, like, recently in, on Halloween, uh -huh. I think me and Theo could say, like, one of our math teachers yes was uh wearing a an afro uh, a wig and and uh a jushiki yeah waist beads that's just saying yes <laughs> oh i'm so sorry um did i name drop what <laughs> what you keep going nobody's me. that's how it works okay just block his name out i did not just say that it's only i love to edit yes but yeah he was he was wearing that i'm like what are you wearing? What is your costume? Uh, are you like Bob Ross? He's like, I'm dressed like you. European my boards. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'd like to stand and be like a hippie. I dress what? like you. Time out, time out, time out. First of all, uh, kudos on the voice. Uh, that was really good. You're not talking about a white dude, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yo, a white dude with a like dressed up with an afro for halloween and a dashiki and said i dress like you yes to multiple people towards you too and towards you he said it to yeah he said to five people when yes five black people well what did they do here because if i wasn't that point it was me and there's more can i speak with office and there's more to this hold on i was i gotta i want to process this part though because i'm experiencing something right now that's probably bad you're probably all gonna hate this 
because obviously that's horrible, but also hilarious. If, <laughs> if you have the guts to like be like, yeah, right? <laughs> like it's also, it's also like such a level trolling, like chef's kiss trolling. It really is. I have so many quotes from him. At some point, I don't even know if I'm mad at it. We might have to do a whole nother podcast on quotes from people, but we probably won't name them. <laughs> uh, two other people had examples of classical. Like, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, it's my second year here. And last year, honestly, everything was pretty quiet. I don't really know m- many people, to be honest. I really just stick to my own lane. But it was crazy because in, in eighth grade, we had this teacher who got like fired from our school for being like racist. And then I went to classical my first year there and I see this teacher give me the biggest side eye. Like her smile dropped immediately as she saw me. And it was that same teacher that got fired from my middle school. And the next thing you know, we have a walkout and they fired her. And that, yeah. And apparently, apparently. Oh, I know about that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Apparently after that walkout and after she like was, you know, kicked out or whatever, uh, with pay, with pay. Wild. Um. Like, there's not other careers. Yeah. Like, they, like they, only, only police and teachers, right? Like, that's it. That's the list of careers that you can... <laughs> yeah, like, I heard they replace it with another racist teacher, but I'm not sure. That's what I heard. I mean, that's what I heard. That's that's who's left in the system after you chase out all of the new people of color who are teachers. You're only left with the old school, unde- undesirable teaching people. Yeah, um, she was, like, going on a rampage. Go ahead. There are so many experiences that racist experiences in classical that i have personally experienced if i may quick short story last year i had a chemistry teacher who lined who collected all the asian people in the class and lined them up and said you're korean specifically north korean because of your eyes you're j- he like guessed their ethnicity <laughs> what a fun party you're <laughs> japanese by the way he's dominican <laughs> can i do this at this table right now no 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 be like hold on i got you wait no what's really guatemala Okay, so so very quickly, since uh, since you have the mic, can you tell us uh, tell tell me a very quick, really good experience you had at classical and your best experience at Young Voices? Really good experience at classical? That's really hard. I barely have any. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. Um, who's the best teacher at classical? Can I drop name? Yes, Miss Otero. I love yes. Saying how is it? She has a same. an angel. There you go. She her. is non-discriminatory. She yep. is Puerto Rican. And she, she, like, if there are bad kids in the class and you can tell when they're yep. bad kids, she's like, guys, I know you guys are having so much fun, but can we please, uh, regroup and get back to the lesson, please? And they all listen. They- shout out, shout out to Miss Otero. Um, she's my advisor teacher, not to brag. Shout out, shout out. I am running out of time. I got about six minutes left. So what I want to do is, um, Oh, that's not true. I can keep going. I can keep going. But I wanna I wanna make sure I get to everybody yeah. uh in the time. Best experience with young voices. Young voices, best experience. I don't think I have one gone. That's so bad here. Like it's so Stop trolling. Okay, okay, okay. So oh, stop trolling. No, no, stop trolling. I'm with you. To hell with young voices. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> 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 
What's your best? What's your best experience? HX. Not everybody here has had a Steambox podcast experience before. Do you remember any of the things that we talked about or recorded? Did you have any good experiences there? Besides, <laughs> besides somebody here ruining every table and desk in the room. So, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember our first um, podcast in Steambox. I remember I was laughing so hard I wheezed and... I, re I remember you telling me that, like, yeah. You remember? Yes. <laughs> she had the most, you almost got there again. She had this, like, the most iconic laugh. Her laugh brings me such joy. It's so, it's, it's amazing. It's cute, adorable, uh, and it brings me happiness. Very quickly, Steambox, uh, not Steambox, Young Voices, best moment with Young Voices. Nothing's going to top Steambox, obviously, but best moment with Young Voices. The best moment, there's not really moment, but moments. There's sort of moments where, like, I, like, lightly disassociate from the situation. And I just stare at, like, the fun that we're all having. You know, I have, like, an extra, like, Doctor Strange, basically, out-of-body experience. And I just, like, you know, for example, Culture and I, we were all, like, pinning the, the tail to the, to the burro. Or, like, literally yesterday, uh, me and my friends, Sandra... Sandra. Oh, so sorry. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, Kyle, um, Ari. We were seeing. Hi, Sandra. So, we were singing Sunflower, you know. Sorry. Sadly. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. We were. Um, we were just singing Sunflower yesterday. We were just vibing, just like having fun. And th those little moments in our hope. I did a screening. Of, I was telling you guys about how I did a screening of Spider-Verse. Yeah. And um, because I'm a hacker and I bootleg stuff, it was like Spider-Verse had just come out like three weeks before. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're all watching Spider-Verse. And for a lot of the students, uh, it was their first time, but not their first time hearing the song. Me. As a Spider-Man fan and a lifelong Spider-Man, like it's my favorite thing in the world. And a Puerto Rican, now you got a Puerto Rican Spider-Man. The first time I saw it, I cried. The second time I saw it, I cried. This was my seventh time seeing it and it's in front of students. And I'm like, you know what I'm not gonna do? I'm not gonna cry. I'm a big boy. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> All the toxic masculinity in me is like, no crying, no crying in the Spider-Man, right? Uh, and I was getting, I was doing fine. And then what did Miles start singing? News to set, I keep a check. She was a bad, bad. What did my students start doing? Singing, so singing. All of them. All of them started singing Sunflower. So start crying thinking about it. I love that. Uh, I love what I'm hearing about Young Voices. If you can, and I promise I'm going to come, uh, I'm going to come back. If you can, please introduce yourself. Uh, and tell me about Young Voices. Tell me about some really good... What should the world know about Young Voices in your best experience? Uh, hi, my name is Adrian. I'm a, I'm a senior at Classical. And um, I've only been at YV for like such a short time, really. I think for like about a month. Oh, my. Yeah. So I've my best experience or moment that I can like um, say I've had here is definitely our Halloween night. Um, where we all got to dress up, we all got to play games, have fun. What did you dress up at? Uh, I'm mm. not gonna. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really have you like. You wore an bro and a dashiki. <laughs> 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 
Actually, yeah. actually, he painted his face black and he had... <laughs> what? He had dreads, you know. You, know, you gotta commit. You gotta... <laughs> Go on, cool. Um, okay. So, so that's dope. Very short career in um, Young Voices. What's interesting is senior year is not a year that most people join new things. Who brought you in there? Um, definitely, like, my friends, but also, like, this one right here. This one right this here? This one? What, what's my name? Sally. <laughs> oh, I didn't introduce myself. Islanders. Uh, may I quickly? Yeah. Um, my name's Bericia. I use she, her pronouns. I'm 16. I'm a junior at Classical High School. You're doing the number one thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want you to keep the mic for ten more seconds and tell me something because we, we took a big dump on classical. So please tell me something really nice about classical. Something's there. You've been there for four years. I'm assuming uh, five years for me. You were there for four years. Tell me something dope about classical. Um, definitely my friends. I mean, the people that I've met there. Um. They they mean they mean a lot to me. Some of them, of yeah. course. Like, what college you going? Um. So for right now, I'm trying to go to CCRI because I have no, I have no good plans. But um, and definitely coming to YB though. I know it's definitely gonna help me with like getting into college because of course I have people who will help me get into it. So when I when I was at class school, my dream school was Emerson. I really wanted to go to Emerson in Boston. Um, I had bad grades at classical. I didn't really try much. Um, so I had to go to CCRI, like it was some last choice kind of school. So I went to CCRI and I figured, let me work my way up. So let me bounce to Rick. Let me do well at CCRI, I'll go to Rick and then I'll transfer into Emerson. And I did that. And after I was done with Emerson and I look back, easily the best experience if you don't get lost because it can be like you can just go hang out in the cafeteria all day but if you go and do your work ccri by far was my best educational college experience so it's a really smart move way better than emerson the emerson paper is much more prestigious for anybody who asks but ccri was easily my move i think it's a lot of people really like for lack of a better word, it's like dookie on CCRI. And yeah. it shouldn't because there's professors from all over the place who come to teach there. And it's incredible. You have professors from Brown, from URI who teach at CCRI. And it's incredible. It's affordable. It's local. Like, if you want to go, go. And don't let anyone judge you for, you know, enrolling at all, ever. And I know there's a lot of pressure from older people sometimes too, even parental figures. My son is in your grade and he's contemplating where he wants to go amazing grades, way better student than I ever was. And I'm like, please go to CCRI. Like, please go to CCRI. Uh, and it's affordable. Um, affordable being a, a really understatement. And so, uh, hi. Hello. Apologies <laughs> for taking so long. And anybody else who has things to chime in, I know we're running out of time, but I want to make sure that everybody feels heard on this podcast. Uh, please tell me, uh, int please introduce yourself and tell me about your experience and your voices. Um, I'm Meredith. And Shive, a junior at Alvarez. And my favorite experience at YME is probably the Yankee swap we did last year, which was like the Christmas yeah. party we had, basically. Did you take somebody else's stuff? Uh, yes. But also, then I failed. Um, I still have a cute little keychain from my friend Pat, and then he took it right back. Um, right at the last second, which is really disrespectful. Yeah. But they didn't appreciate that. 
Rip cat. Well, you stole first. Exactly. <laughs> what do you want to see from Young Boys in the future? Probably also would like to see them expand. Like also like bigger space. AC to yeah. Food them. Food. Food. We gotta get some food here. <laughs> Make that phone call. Uh, so uh hi. Um hi. please introduce yourself. Please explain to us why you ruined all the desks and chairs. And uh <laughs> and you cat. Uh and please tell us about your experience with young voices. Um hi, my name is Hi, this is Lily. Um, y'all hear the laughing on the other one? I'm not. Who are we calling in? I love you. Hi, Lily, was Lily. Um, and you got like here. Oh yeah. I would choose you at Central. Um, any Conan's and. For YB, I really like when we said the, the summer program, especially the makerspace at URI. Yeah, I like that everybody's favorite program is when Young Voices cosplayed as theme box. I think that's really nice. <laughs> what what would you like to see for the future of Young Voices? Um, I would also like them I would also like them to expand and like get like possibly even like a bigger space and Possibly one with less Let's Yes. Let's only You can pretend. You can pretend to sleep all you want, Sally, but it is long. Do we have uh I wanna, I wanna make sure, I wanna make sure I'm gonna come to everybody in just a moment before we sign off. Um, and uh, any final thoughts? Like, what do you, what do you guys think? What do you want the world to know? I've got like probably two minutes that I can do, um, of course. But before we do that, uh, if you don't mind, please introduce yourself because you've been inappropriately mislabeled for this whole podcast <laughs> disrespectfully. People were disrespectfully using your not only past dead names. But future dead men. is in future dead men. Shame on all. Oh, that's tired. I'm your teacher say shame on you. Shame on you. Please introduce yourself. Please introduce yourself correctly for our audience, and please tell us about your experience with young voices. Hello, y'all. My name is Sarah. I go by she they pronouns. Um, I go. I'm a junior at Paul Cafe High School, and you like Paul Kevin? No. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your most amazing moment with Young Voices. Double world, so the world knows what to expect with Young Voices. What you should expect with Young Voices. The most amazing moments are the moments where you're having fun with your friends and the people that you're close to. Like, like Young Voices is such a, like a, a community. So like everybody knows each other. Everybody gets along with each other like very easily. So like, and everybody has like the same interests, sort of, you know. So like, very yeah, we yeah, very fun when um, or just like singing together or like dancing together, you know. That's those are my favorite moments, and getting hyped, you know. 
and, and getting hyped. Is there one way that you want Young Voices to grow? One thing that'll make Young Voices even better? More people. More people. You want to raise? I've spent a lot of time. Were you here yesterday? We're going to remind people that it's Young Voices underscore R-I. Is that right? Yeah. Um, on, on social, you could donate and then Peter can get food for these people. Provide them. starving them. Feed us. Um, any other thoughts? Any other thoughts for the world? Any other? Children. Any, any <laughs> children. Feed the children. Oh, yeah. This has been episode one of Not Steambox Versus. This has been episode one of Young Voices Versus. Would you guys be interested in an episode two? Yes. yes. Lord. So if you're interested, please stick around after we sign off and we can talk about what episode two will look like and if we can do it and how often and all of that stuff. But for now, we got to peace out the world. So everybody around the table, bring up your energy and please say peace out to the world. Peace out!